Welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. I'm Christopher Krellen, CEO of the American Influencer Association. Today, our special guest is American Influencer Award-winning Hair Colorist of the Year, Alfredo Lewis. His positive outlook on life will encourage you to never give up and always follow your dreams. Now here's our host, Josh Skinner. Hi, welcome to American Influencer Real Talk. It's Josh Skinner, and I'm with a very special guest. Please give it up for Alfredo Lewis. Hey, Alfredo. Hey, Josh. How are you? I'm good, thanks. We're in Long Beach, California today. ISSE, yeah. Long Beach, pretty cool. Yeah, we're on location. We are on location. I love it. Now, I hear a rumor that you are the global ambassador for Matrix. Is that true? Well, I'm one of the global ambassadors for Matrix. Yes, this is true. Um, yeah, Matrix is an amazing company. I think they have a... I mean, what I love about it is we have such a vast plethora of artists from people that were nominated for Nahas last night. That was an exciting night, you know, to content creators and educators. It's, it's a pretty good team. But you're also Great. a content creator. I am. And you're very on on the dot. I was looking at your Instagram. It's like every weekday at 7 a.m. you're <laughs> dropping something. And the weekends, too, you have a, it's like, I hear you create it like your own little television show. <laughs> yeah, I've said that before. I mean, for me, uh, Instagram is all like, people talk about the algorithm and what that means and it's always changing and I don't think anybody really knows it's like you know we can say but for me what works you know it's kind of finding what works for you and for me having it be like a television show because if you think about it like Game of Thrones wasn't on at like 9 p.m. on one week and then 7 p.m. on a different day everybody knows what time like a show's on or something's on so I think the same thing goes for other social media platforms like YouTube um, to me the people that are most successful you stick to a schedule so um, for me it's 7 a.m. in the morning I feel like my fellow hairstylists are getting up they're having their coffee they're getting ready for their day so it's to give them something inspirational hopefully maybe something that makes them smile maybe that's something that wakes them up makes them think um, and putting it on there and I try to be consistent every day it's it's kind of you know to me social media is a second job was there an exact moment where you thought hey I think I'm an influencer now well I hate that don't take this the wrong way but I that word I feel like has become like everybody like all the influencers if you will like I know that's part of what I am I like to think a content creator <laughs> I'll call you whatever you want uh, yeah no um, you know, I, I don't know why, but I just feel like now everyone's like, oh, that the word, I keep hearing that. Like, I don't like the word influencer. Well, I meant more like, was there a moment where you thought, wow, I'm popping on, on yeah, the internet. No, no, like, no. I'm a I, success. Like, I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with the, in, with the word. It's just, it's just interesting how, like, things are evolving right now and changing. Well, to me, so you quickly. are a, a, a professional colorist that has yeah. over 25 years experience. <laughs> and you even worked with Jane Fonda. You're an icon I to me did. now. I did. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a lot. Jane is an amazing, amazing person. She's super, super cool. I haven't talked to her in a long time, but she was she was awesome us but as far as when were you popping were, yeah you when i realized my success so what happened with me is i i was working with a brand at the time b3 and i created like this huge influencer network because times had changed social media had come out and other products i'd worked with it was all celebrity driven and they still play a huge part obviously in, in what we're looking at but i was like i need to figure this out i had no clue what instagram was so i started by building this team of influencers and working with them, and I would post what they were doing, like out of pride, almost like a proud parent, you know, because they were my team. There was about 100 of us. So, um, like, together, I think it was, like, at the time, 8 million followers combined. So it was, like, this huge group of people talking about this product. And what happened was I started collaborating with them. And I really built my, you know, my career as an influencer, if you will, through collaboration. Like um, father of the influencers. <laughs> well, they started asking me, hey, do a video with me. And they tagged me in it. And then all of a sudden, I went from like 5,000 followers to 10 to 20. 
And I think it was when I, one moment that I can remember is I posted a picture actually, it wasn't even a video. Video was just starting to become something. And I remember within like 15 minutes, it got reposted on every single media hair outlet. Like it was like five in a row. And that for me, I was like, oh wow. Like I'm actually connecting myself. My own work is starting to connect with people rather than only the artists that you know were part of the team. What do you think is the secret to have people uh, really have that emotional connection to what you do? Because what you do is art. Thank you for saying that. Um, for me, it's being real. Mm. Like I, I'll post, um, and I do so many collaborations with Philip Wolf, like who's actually sitting across from me. Hi, Philip. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's quiet, but no, he's we powerful. Have talk, we have <laughs> talks about this a lot, and you know, I try to give people reality. Like I think people want to know. Like I don't. I try not to edit things. I try, like, even in a video, sometimes, like, we are human beings. We're colorists. Everything's not going to be perfect. Like, there might be one highlight that's out of place. That is, I'm sorry, I don't care who you are, how big you are, how many clients you have. That's reality. Um, and I don't hide it. Like, I won't edit that part out. Um, and I talk about it. I just try to be really honest with my followers. I communicate with them and I connect with them. To me, a lot of it's about connection. I try to answer every single person that comments. I try to communicate with them. And I try to speak to them through my posts. And everybody has their own way. I'm not saying mine is right or wrong, but it works really well for me to tell them what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, how I'm feeling, rather than just saying like, amazing hair video, period, hashtag, end of story. You know, I think we're at a point where people wanna hear more from us. They wanna know who we are. And they wanna, like, they wanna hear our voice. So I try to put my, my authentic voice in everything that I do. Now, for those that are your followers and fans um, who want to do what you do, do you have any advice that you could give them? Um, first, if I can do it, any of them can do it because I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and I felt that discouragement and like, how am I going to do this? And, and um, to me, it's about collaboration. It doesn't matter. You don't have to collaborate with somebody with 500,000 followers. But to me, as artists, especially in our fields of not, not only hair, but makeup and just anything in the beauty industry, um, when we work together, we lift each other up, you know, and, and when we isolate ourselves and just put everything on ourselves, like we're, we're all, I always think like you're, you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. So surround yourself with really talented people that inspire you. Don't think that you know everything, um, and work with each other and together you will rise. You know, I really, really, truly believe that. Um, and if I hadn't have done that, like I would not be where I am today. I couldn't have done it by myself. Do you think that's a big misconception that people think, I just got to do it alone. I have to prove myself. I think some people, everybody has different, uh, different makeup. And I, and I think sometimes people are afraid. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people are afraid of reaching out um, to other artists. There's and, a lot of artists that are afraid. But what's how, so funny how you, is... How do you is, battle that? You know, um, I think you just, it's like, just do it, Nike. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean, the, once you start doing something, it becomes regular to you. And what I found is when I started reaching out to artists, I didn't think anybody would get back to me. Really? And at the time, I didn't have, I was not at 500,000 followers. I was at like 4,000, I think. And I did have the help of having a brand, you know, and something to talk about, but it, it didn't really matter. I found that most artists, it didn't matter at the time if they, you know, people had 100,000, now they've got like 600 or 700,000, like Philip, you know, it's like they just hit me back. It was, it was more rare that they didn't get back to me than they did. Um, you know, saying, yeah, let's do something together. Where do you live? Or, you know, oh, you're going to be in, at the show, like ISSE, like let's do something after. And I was, I found that people were very open to get together and collaborate together on models. Like hairstylists love 
to get together and to create magic together. So I think they, it's, they just have to kind of like take that first step. That's beautiful. What are you most proud of? I think I'm most proud of the fact of, um, and I talked about the team I built. That was a moment because that family, like we still talk today, everybody, all hundred of those people, we all work with different brands. And, um, but I think it's, you know, I have two sides. I think not every artist does. I like, I'm really interested in what happens on the other side, like the executive side. Um, I feel like brands need a hairstylist in there right now. The industry is changing so much. I think that they need a voice of a hairstylist on the executive side to really bridge the gap between the two of those things. Um, so I'm proud of the fact that I'm able to do that. I'm able to, you know, I think there's like left side, right side of <laughs> the brain and I'm able to explore those things and, and work with brands. Like right now I'm like really involved with matrix, some cool things coming up. Um, I want to try, you know, come in and just keep elevating our industry. Um, and I think right now the key to that is really, um, bringing the world of artists and hairstylists behind the chair and brands, you know, really together to be one cohesive voice. And I feel like that's going to be the future of the industry. Wow. Let's have a fun question because I feel like I've asked. I, am I getting oh, deep? No, no. I love how deep you are. <laughs> I'm, it's like I'm with the Oprah of hair guys. That's yeah. No, this is fantastic. People, that's what's happening. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> um, so what do you think is the biggest hair blunder that people make all the time? Oh gosh. The biggest hair blunder, like, like the biggest mistake that they make. Yeah, and it might just drive you crazy if you just are walking down the street. <laughs> You're like, oh, girl, I need to help you. <laughs> um, to me, the biggest hair blunder I see is when they go too heavy with highlights, because I'm all about the blondes. Like, too heavy, like they try to do a money piece, but it's literally like <laughs> a sheet of like blonde blob, like all over the face, like too heavy. It's almost like a little bit of a touch of like, dare I say, like Kelly Clarkson, 1990, like, but just around the face. <laughs> a moment like that this. drives me crazy. Cause <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I think less is more like less pops more than more sometimes. Really? Yes, absolutely. Like you have to have that dimension in there and that drives me crazy sometimes. So it's like, man, that color is so beautiful. If they would have just held back a little bit around the face frame and just done something a little bit lighter and softer, that would have been like a stunning. Now, you know? do you blame their colorist or do you blame the client for leaving looking like that? Because I'm sure she walked out saying, damn, I look good, but not really. I blame communication. Okay. Because to me, that's the key of any beautiful end result. So maybe the client's saying, I want it really blonde around my face. I want it really blonde around my face. Make, did you put enough highlights around my face? Because I hear that all the time. Um, and I think it's sometimes the hairstylist to say, you know what? actually, if I do it this way, let's try it out. And, you know, I think that you're going to actually find that your highlights pop more this way. It might be a little too much. I think sometimes we get afraid to talk to our clients. We let them be the boss. And in actuality, yes, we are there to provide a service, but they're coming to us for our expertise. So at the end of the day, we really are the boss. Um, and a therapist. And a therapist. Yeah. It's kind of like taking our power back sometimes. And I think when you do that in a nice and genuine way and, and you're you know, giving your client that, you know, 100% like customer service experience later, they will appreciate it. They'll respect you for being honest with them and telling them what you think. That's why they're coming to you. Now for your fans or followers that want to walk in your footsteps and say they're in high school or they're early college, what do you think they need to do first to start a career like yours? Oh, that's such a, like such a big thing. What I see right now happening is I see like because of people such as myself and stuff on social media and all of the content that they're able to have at their fingertips, I think sometimes they're not taking education <clears throat> to the next level as much as they should. Like I definitely learned things from YouTube too. 
I get inspired by all my fellow artists. I watch, I watch everything. Like I'm constantly watching people's hair videos, especially because I think video is the future of like Instagram, TikTok, all that, and YouTube. Um, I get inspired from it, but I even go to educational events. I sit on, in on people's classes. Um, I think that, you know, there's apprenticeships, which is amazing. Philip did an apprenticeship to get his. I had, I was an assistant for three years, three years of like, you know, washing hair, sweeping up hair, all of, you know, to learn. Um, and I think in today's world, sometimes what I see is they graduate, they see social media and they're like, I got this. And they go right into the salon. Um, I would suggest finding a way to educate yourself and just for a minute, take a step back. We learned so only so much in school. Mm. And really take a minute, no matter what that is, but like if it's an apprenticeship program that you're getting your license, if it's assisting somebody that you admire, um, take that minute as much as you want to jump in head first and start doing clients. I get it. But I think it's well worth it for the expertise and the money that they'll end up making to just take at least a year, at least, and, and really like learn more about the industry from somebody and like, you know, get involved as an assistant or mentorship or something like that. How do you stay so calm and balanced? Because you really feel, see, seem like you have it together. <laughs> well, or is it just I, a great I morning? Actually, I actually wanted to be an actor, and that's why I came to Los Angeles, and I ended up being a hairdresser instead. So there's that. No. Did you have any? Did you, did you have any formal training? I did. Yeah, I studied at the Stella Adler Academy for years. I don't know if you know who Stella yeah. Adler is. Yeah. I don't know if everybody does, but she was like when she was alive, she was amazing. She was based in New York, but she'd come in the summers and teach in LA. And it was like method acting, super crazy, like be a tree and all that stuff. You were an apple. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, honestly, I think it's, I try not to sweat the little things. Um, and I've made a lot of mistakes, don't get me wrong. I've made a lot of mistakes and I've learned a lot the last few years in the industry. Um, so take accountability and, and just like learn, like this is all a learning experience. We're all works in progress. Um, and I think I've been through so much and, changed and evolved so much over these last five, six years to where I am right now. Um, I think it kind of calms you. I hope it does. I guess it, I see it take form in different ways. Some people go off the reservation a little bit, you know, and you see that they're like being humble and just really being appreciative and grateful is kind of the key for longevity. Gratitude is everything, isn't it? It is everything. And don't forget where you come from. Like I know I wouldn't be where I was. It wasn't for all the brands that have supported me, the artists that supported me so much um, media, you yeah. know, um, people like the American influence awards, like putting me on that platform and, and all, and we are big fans of yours. Well, thank you. No, I mean, I, I, I got, to, I'm the privilege of uh, hair colorist of the year from them this year. I mean, that, that's like something that is really meant a lot to me. And it's like, I don't take those things for granted. Those are, you know, how, how did that moment feel when you won? I honestly didn't think that I was going to win. So I didn't really prepare anything. Um, cause I was so much talent there and so many people, and then when it got closer, I'll be honest, that was like sitting there and you're in the moment. I was like, oh my God, like, what if I, what if I <laughs> win? And then they called my name and I went up there and um, I don't even remember what I said. I mean, I'm sure it was from the heart because that's how I speak, but um, it felt amazing. It was such a fast, quick moment. It was like a flash. And you look out there and you see like, you know, Philip sitting next to me. And then like, I look out and you see like makeup by Mario and Chris Appleton and all these people like, um, and, and makeup, you know, the world of makeup and like Tokyo style, like just these people, like these personalities that you see on social media that I've met a little bit, but I don't know. And it was, it was a moment like they, I've never been to an, an award show that turned it out like that. I mean, there's a lot of great award shows, but you've got Kim Kardashian there. Like let's just Tyra period. Yeah. <laughs> Kim yeah. Kardashian came out period, but Tyra, <laughs> 
um, you know, and, and just every, and then the speech, you know, for me, there was just so much that went on that night and they just brought it. Like, I think they surprised everybody. And I love that we have something new. I think we need something new. We need the new, new. Uh, we need things to, you know, we, a lot of things have been going on for a long time and they should keep going on, but I think it's time for new things. And, um, you know, for, for our industry to just keep elevating and, and start exploring new ways to connect with people. And I think AIA Awards definitely tapped on that uh, big time. I know it, was the, it wasn't the first one, but this one I felt like they arrived. And we have another one coming up next November. I know. I can't wait. I will be there. Bigger is better. I will be there. What I if you win like, again? I don't know. I better get to work and edit some videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've seen your Instagram. You drop them all the time, so I'm sure you're going to be great. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you for having me. It was really great to be here. I would here. love Thank to have you on next season as well, so you can have a quick update. All you have to do is text me or uh, DM <laughs> me, and I'm here. I'm oh, there. speaking of that, if people want to follow your career, uh, how do they do that? Let our listeners know. Um, well, right now, the best place to find me is probably on Instagram, at Alfredo underscore Lewis. I have been playing with TikTok. Who knows? So I'm just doing it. I think I have like 200,000 followers That's on there. That's huge. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to go for it. So it's the same. Alfredo underscore Lewis. Keep it simple. Yeah. Um, and then I do have a YouTube, um, which is <laughs> Alfredo Lewis <laughs> um, hair. But um, yeah, that one I'm working on. YouTube is like a different animal, but it's something I want to start exploring more and more, like giving people a little bit more education. So that's where you can find me. All right. We'll find you there. And we'll also find you at the next... American Influencer Awards. Absolutely. I will be there. Even if I'm not nominated, guys, no pressure. I will be there. No, you have to say you have to nominate me. Go, go, go. I know, at right? It. Yeah. Well, I'm going to work at it. I'm definitely going to keep doing what I'm doing and hope for the best. But there's definitely a lot of talent out there. So I was very humbled to be one of the people that got nominated. It was, it was amazing. And you won. Yes. Well, I, I can thank see you. why. Thank you <laughs> well, so thank much. Thank you so much for your time. No, thank you. And thank you, everybody who's listening. Awesome. Don't forget right. to follow him, Alfredo underscore Lewis. All right. I got it, right? Yes, you did. All right. Until next time, friend. <laughs> until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to our conversation with Alfredo Lewis. You can keep up with our latest episode by visiting us at AIAawards.com and by subscribing to our show on your favorite podcast platform. The American Influencer Real Talk is produced by Christopher Krellen, Bethany Krellen, Josh Skinner, and edited and produced by Michael Sykes. Original music composed by at Joshua Hendricks Music. And now, here's our CMO, Bethany Krellen. Hey, it's Bethany Krellen. Thank you for listening to the American Influencer Real Talk. We hope you enjoyed. We are so passionate about all of you, our fans. We want you to be part of the AIA family. You can check out our beauty bundle, which supports our influencer community at AIAwards.com. Want to be a guest on the Real Talk? Send us a message on social. We can't wait to stay connected with you all. And don't miss the next episode next week. Live fast and dye your hair. Manic Panic, the original badass beauty brand. New York City sisters and OG punk rock influencers Tish and Snooki started the hair color revolution and continue to set trends in real time. After over 40 years, the world has finally caught up to the Manic Panic vision. Manic Panic hair color was vegan and cruelty-free before it was lit. It's always been tested on celebrities, not animals. Independently owned and nobody's bitches, Tish and Snooki donate 15% of annual net profits to a variety of charities. They don't just sell it, they live it.